Literally before we started recording, an hour before, I read this entire book. <gasps> oh my god! Oh my god! So perfect. The Little Book of Jung. Why am I saying that? Our... The Little Book of Chung by oh, Charlotte Cho. Is Charlotte um, Cho the Charlotte Cho. Soko Glam? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. She wrote oh, this book. Um, cute. Joan gave this to me as like a departing gift from Korea. Yeah. And Aww. then I was reading this and then it like sparked ideas for this conversation. So just want Perfect. to give a shout out to Charlotte Cho in this book. Oh my God. So good. Now she needs to write a book about Nunchi. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's coming. It's like Nunchi, uh-huh. and then she can do Han, and then she uh-huh. can do Hun, and she can do all the of these series. Yeah. yeah. I am drinking some sake. I do not remember what this is, but if you listen back several episodes, you can figure that out because it's the same bottle. And my snack is so random, but I'm really full because I ate Chipotle for dinner. So I just have some Starbursts. I have a bag of the Starbursts that's like just the pinks and reds. So... Yeah, that is what I have. I've got like three little Starbust, Starbust, star, star bursts here. We'll just open up a little wrapper for you. Okay. <laughs> and then does it burst when you bite into it? I don't think we'll be able to hear that. <laughs> Deceptive. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. All right. For me, I have... A little bit of igangju, which is a Korean liquor that has been like steeped with cinnamon and herbs mm. and spices. Uh, there's like a little bit of sweetness from like pear and a little bit of spiciness from ginger. Mm. It's so, so tasty. Um, so I'm going to give that a sip. So good. And then I have for snacks some sliced cucumbers. And then I slathered on some chili crisps from Momofuku. And uh, it is so, so tasty. So maybe I'll do like a little ASMR here. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so is that good. your new so garlic mm-hmm. Cucumber mm-hmm. with chili crisp? Yeah. Yeah, because it's kind of like the – you know how when you go to – what is it? Din Tai Fung and they give you like the cucumber salad mm-hmm. with like the chili oil? So it's basically that, but it's just simplified and you can have it anytime. So this is mm-hmm. this is my my jam these days. Mm-hmm. And you can have as much because like, you know, they, when you order it, it's so little. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. can like put all of it in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, cool. I am doing Terra today and I like drinking Terra or I like drinking beer in general, like over ice. I feel like I've talked about it a few times. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll do that. I'm just going to. Oh, wow. that one was waiting to pop. Wow. <laughs> that was. So I'll do. Oh, I guess I could have done that. Maybe you can't hear. I heard um, it then... more when you were pouring it. <laughs> and then I have little baby. Baby cornichons. They look like little oh. like dicks. And then, <laughs> oh, I was I kept I kept eating it. So like, there's not that much left. But um, peanuts, roasted peanuts. Mm. So, so very like, dicks. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. Very um, Korean Anju style. We need to drink a little. Yeah. Mm. All right. Like introductory cheers. Cheers. Mm-hmm. All right. What are we talking about today? Well, it's funny because like. We don't really have a word for what we're talking about because we're talking about words that don't have a direct English translation. Uh I think like if you're listening like to this, like some words might come to mind. We're going to focus on a couple words in Korean specifically that don't have a direct English translation. 
Uh, and if uh, you're uh, lit tuning in for the first time, we go through our podcast in three rounds. They're called chas. So your cha round one, each cha round two, some cha round three, which is why we're called samcha. And we just drink and enjoy our snacks throughout. So let's just dive into your cha, shall we? Yes. Cheers. 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 What is what is nunchi? <laughs> Wait, are you asking us actually? Or are you... <laughs> well, it's more like how would you describe mm. nunchi? So actually, um, one of my coworkers, my brother and I were trying to um, explain to our coworker who's white uh, what nunchi is, and I think the best way to explain it is like just give an example. So we were like, you know, let's say you're at someone's house and it's like you know 10 30 11 p.m and then they just start like cleaning up the space or they just like they like get up do a little stretch and like start uh -huh. to clear things but they're like still making conversation uh if you don't have nunchi you would just stay and like keep staying and talking but yeah. if you did have nunchi you'd be like okay yeah well it was really great like thanks for having us and you're like reading the cues so it's like understanding social cues or like unspoken cues from other people and acting accordingly yeah, is yeah. maybe one way to describe it. And it's like having the awareness, like if you mm -hmm. have awareness, awareness, yeah, it's like if you have awareness or you don't, nunchi is like such a weird word for me because, or like it's such a weird state of being. But what I think is interesting about nunchi is that like in the Western sense, like again, having awareness is always good, but it's almost like, it's almost weird because it's basically asking you to like read someone's mind or like read the room and read the energy. Yeah. And like up to a certain point, that's cool. But then also like you, you need the other person to like, you know, be upfront about like what their needs are, what you want, and then you like act accordingly. So Nunchi has always been like very, very push and pull for me, like because it's so revered in Korea, like in Korea and in families, in Korean families, if you have Nunchi, that means you're great. And if you don't have Nunchi, that's a really negative thing. But basically it's like, oh, if you can read people's minds, it's a good thing. <laughs> And if you can't read their minds, it's a bad thing, but it's like, is it? So it's kind of a weird yeah. scenario. It's, there's definitely like an art to Nunchi. Yes. And uh, it's something that like is trained. I think like the way that I think about how I learned about Nunchi is like from my family dynamics. So when my mom was telling me how to like treat my sister or like try to pick up on cues if she's upset about something or if we go to someone else's house for a gathering she's like teaching me how to play this dance with others um and it i, I think that like when it comes to what you were saying megan about reading someone's mind i think that there's this like baseline nunchi in Korean culture where it's like these are the things that you need to do if you go over to someone's house bring a box of pears or like <laughs> if they had just moved into a house bring laundry detergent like that's kind of like the baseline nunchi um and then beyond that in terms of like other social cues it's like being super tuned into um what that person's needs are and maybe <laughs> potentially like overextending yourself um, which could potentially also be very – it might just take a longer time to facilitate, like, an understanding of what that person needs and what you are, like, willing to give. 
So yeah. from like an American standpoint, it's like maybe maybe there's like other ways around it too or like revisiting the concept of nunchi. I think the hilarious thing is nunchi is so important in Korean culture, but then so many Koreans also don't have nunchi. Like and an example, one like one example, which again, it's like it's just these contradictions in Korean culture. Um, mm-hmm. We talk about in another episode about how like food is a love language in Korean culture, and it's like um, sometimes like your mom or your mother in law is like trying to feed you all this food, and you're like not hungry, and like even if oh you say God. no, like you don't want anything, they'll like no, like but but like no, like here here, mm-hmm. like eat this mm-hmm. and have this, and it's like it's nice, but it's also like not in tune with what I'm saying or what I want. So that's just like I think that's so funny that contradiction. I was talking to my therapist. How many times am I gonna say? <laughs> I was talking to my therapist about this because I was trying to like think about like family dynamics Mm. and what it means in the context of nunchi or understanding nunchi in the context of family dynamics. And it's like, oh my God, sorry. I lost, I totally lost my train of thought because I got a text. Oh, because it was- It's from Amanda. Amanda. Oh my God. Hi, Amanda. Why? Oh my God. I have something in my Our editor, Amanda. Oh my gosh, totally forgot. And uh, thinking about it in the context of of also Western and Eastern. So we are like, we grew up in with, you know, the Korean culture, but we also grew up in the States. And so you could honor both and both can exist at the same time. So like, for example, the, the example I used earlier about like, you know, oh, you're revered because you can read people's minds. And like in the Western sense, it's like, oh, that's not good. Like you shouldn't need to read people's minds because you know, grown ass people should be able to tell you like what they need or what their wants are. Right. Mm -hmm. But I think like culturally, because we grew up Korean, it's okay to what you said, Christine, like overextend to a certain point, like culturally, how you, however you feel comfortable doing. And then once then that becomes like an overextension and you really feel like it's not serving you in any way that's maybe when you can like think about reeling back on the nunchi or like whatever or whatever it is but I thought it was really cool to think about it in that way instead of saying oh you know this is wrong or this is right or like this is America so we got to do it the American way or whatever it's like no I mean both can exist in the same space and you just do what makes you feel right and good and if it serves you then you do it do you think it comes from a place where it's like in korean culture i don't know if you sense this but i think that confrontation and like communication is less prevalent or people are less comfortable with so passive aggressive Uh uh-huh and so that's why there's like nunchi to kind of maybe overcompensate for the inability to like confront others with like what you're actually feeling yeah. or thinking uh, yeah because oh, i was yeah. gonna say that like you know it's one one part of it bringing that western thinking in is like oh let me stop overexerting myself but it's also mm-hmm. let me communicate what i want so that others don't need to try to have this nunchi like too mm-hmm. like too crazy of a degree mm-hmm. so yeah it's that whole it's communicating like and expressing yourself which to christine's point doesn't happen that much in korea yeah. And then yeah. if like you confront someone, it's like, oh, that person has no nunchi, you know, like that <laughs> yeah, person exactly. made me feel kind of uncomfortable. And because of that, that person lacks 
Nunchi, right? Like, yeah. Is it it's, like it's a vicious so cycle? Ass, it's us <laughs> backwards. Yeah. And then there's and then there's also like the thing with like in the states or like in the Western context, individuality is like very revered. So you know, speaking up, like you said, Christina, like and um, and speaking up and speaking out is like very. Uh, it's looked upon as positive and good. And in Korea, there's a lot of like, what is it, communalism or like communal collectivism? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and collectivism where um, you have this community and you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't veer from community. And so whatever makes the community happy is like what should make you happy. Um, Mm -hmm. And again, not to say bring up all these things to say one is right or one is wrong, but more so to think about like, if you grew up in one sense, um, like at school and then another sense at home, yeah. you could enjoy both postures basically at the same time to like to serve you. And then once it doesn't serve you, you can figure it out. But like both exist and that's the Korean American <laughs> the the korean american journey Mm. and then like i think about like what the origins of like how americans became more individualistic in like our mindsets from like a historical standpoint right like this concept of like rugged individualism and like charting into like new territory and like making it on your own whereas like in korea when korea was developing it's like we're gonna have to do this together like we are going to build this country, we're going to build this company together as a group. Whereas I think like in America, it was more like, let's, I'm going to do this champion this on my own. And then that then like translates into like, the ways that we carry ourselves and like social dynamics. It's interesting, because like, all of us are Korean American, and we hold both sides. And so it's like, how do we balance this? And um, how do we operate? in like living in the States, but then also being like culturally aware from like our Korean sides too. Yeah. Do you think oppression well, has to do... do with it? Oh, sorry. No. Depression? No, no or oppression. 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 Like Americans, it's like colonialists, like we're gonna yes. just like barge our way through. We don't give a shit. And then mm-hmm. Koreans like oppressed and like, we're gonna just like keep yeah. quiet and like look around, like see what's going yeah. on and act accordingly uh-huh. yeah it's like literally sure in our history of it yeah. yes it's like literally in our blood mm-hmm. so yes a thousand percent and maybe it's also like this is diminishing a lot of things in some aspects but it's also probably like size like the u.s is so large that mm-hmm. like everyone's everyone's siloed and like doing their own thing whereas like if you have like a community or not a community a country that's much smaller yeah um then there's like a different way like mm-hmm. things get impacted. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Jesus. Is there, is is there <laughs> well, well um, just another question. Is there an example of like when someone doesn't have nunchi that just really annoys you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate when people don't have nunchi. It's like so irritating like, to uh, me. Like, like in a certain way, like what kind, like what kind? Mm. Well, like vaping in a room with children is. <laughs> okay, we're getting specific. <laughs> like oh when God. you're putting when you're putting people in harm and you're unaware that you're yeah. like 
creating this environment that really angers me is that like you don't have any nunchi that like you're disrupting the space like you're disrupting the peace and you're like so unaware of yourself that Mm -hmm. you could put children at at, in harm's way that's that like makes me very 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 upset (laughs) that's like that's not even nunchi that's like idiocracy it's just common sense you know what i mean like there's, but common there's, like, sense is also like nunchi too. Is there like a difference between like yeah, as like kinda, I guess. yeah. Well, I think yeah. it's, it's it's like you could have different standards of what you yeah, would consider right. common sense. I think, yeah. and so I think that maybe comes into play. I hate it when pe- there's like a long line, and then the person that's like at the front of the line and you know being served or whatever is just like being really slow like yeah. not if it's like not their fault but like they're just like right. moving really slowly or they're like blah blah and they're just like so unaware that there's a whole line of people that need to you know get through too yeah. um yeah mine's similar it's like it's like um when you're driving and there's like a pedestrian and like they're crossing the street for example when maybe they're not supposed to like maybe they're jaywalking but they're jaywalking like super slowly <laughs> and it's like Bro, I don't care that you're jaywalking because, like, I I get it. Like, I do it too sometimes. Like, sometimes you got to get from point A to point B. Like, I get you. But, like, get off your fucking phone and look at the road and And run. Walk. Yeah. And, like, and, like, you know, like, at least pretend to, like, you know, scurry along. Like, don't be just, like, on your phone and, like, yeah. Oh, God. Um, I thought you were going to say, like, because sometimes so I don't like it when I'm driving and then, like, there's someone crossing. So I have to wait to turn. And then mm-hmm. someone like honks behind me. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, I can't go. It's or like, like if, or if there's a yeah. car in front of me and you can't go. Yes. Yeah. Wait, mm. I have a really funny story that's like related to this. When I was mm-hmm. in Korea, um, people in Korea, when they go to cafes, they order this thing called a-a, which is iced Americano. Mm. And they just want to speed and like abbreviate everything. Um, and so for me as an American, if I'm standing in line, I'm not going to order an uh-uh. Um, I peruse the menu. I'm like, oh, so what American I like drinking Yeah. And then I could tell like behind me that people were getting irritated because I was trying to figure out what I wanted to drink and it wasn't an uh-uh. And I was like holding up the line. So that was like as an American, I was – lacking nunchi in their eyes for like holding up the line but it's like so common in america to just like give that person a minute you know like when it's their turn so these like cultural differences are but then somehow it like permeated to you christina where you get irritated yeah because i am like i am korean in you is shining i'm looking at the menu while i'm waiting and i know what i'm oh my gosh actually dana and i went to this burger place um the other day and there wasn't even a long line or anything but we kind of like stood to the side like before we went up to the cashier to order and then we like figured it out. Okay. And we got up and we ordered our thing. And the lady was like, nice ordering. Can you teach all the other customers how to order? <laughs> and I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> I also remember like your family is really good about this. When we went to go eat in Ann Arbor, we uh, were dining at a restaurant as a group with Christina's brother and his wife, me and Christina. And so when it was time for us to order, Christina's brother already had every single item that we wanted to order in his notes app ready to go to like make sure that the process went smoothly so they're like really good about this as a family 
It's in my blood, I guess. <laughs> it's just all about efficiency. <laughs> Shall we go to Icha? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do it. Cheers. Right, cheers. cheers. I just love the way our personalities come through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I think Christine should talk about Chong since you mm. read a whole book about mm-hmm. it before we sat down to record this episode. So It's a very easy read. The Little Book of Jung by Charlotte Cho. And I thought about Chung a lot in terms of how it exists between us, um, between Samcha in our other uh, relationships uh, with our family and our friends and how it's sometimes different than the ways that we build relationships with maybe like our American friends or like the exchange. There seems to be something more commonly understood or like this deeper thread of um, bonds between Koreans that we like to call Chung. Um, it's this deep connection. Uh, and I do think that like it, when I was reading this book, um, there was this little excerpt excerpt of um, how Chung became important in Korean culture and Korean society. And it like ties back to like a, a historical event. And Korea used to be like made up of working villages with farmers and if there was some kind of drought or some kind of really bad event that took place uh everyone would be um, at risk of going hungry for uh it could lead to famine it could lead to um just like the decimation of an entire village right so everyone worked collectively to pitch in to make sure that like the chung the relationships existed within the villages within the people in your community so that everyone can kind of like survive through hard times and so i think like that also translates to like other i guess like dimensions in korean culture where you tend to make sure that these like good vibes exist with you and this person that you meet and you try to build this chung and i think that it's really unique uh in like korean culture i don't know if like i've actually like received this like sense of chung from like american people but i don't know i'd love to hear your take on whether or not you think that like Chung can also exist or like Chung primarily exists in like your Korean mind and like your Korean relationships and it's more rare in in other like aspects that are like Korean. <laughs> well, when you were describing like the example of like the the villages and stuff, mm-hmm. I don't know why, but that made me think of like Irish people <laughs> for some reason. I am not Irish or anything. Uh mm-hmm. but I just um I've always felt this like um camaraderie or like connection to like between like Ireland and Korea like or I see parallels rather Mm -hmm. um because um like there's like kind of like surface level but like interesting coincidences of like being like torn apart in half like in a way right where Mm -hmm. part of Ireland was then like taken over by um Great Britain um and then there's also this like uh the thing about Ireland that's interesting is just like the sad history of like the famine and like people are all spread out and like mo- there's more Irish people like in America than Ireland. Um, but then they have this like really strong sense of pride. Like I feel like mm-hmm. I- like people who are Irish are like really proud and like people yes. who are Korean are really proud and like both love to drink probably because like both yeah. are like depressed and oppressed. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so like I think I think again I feel like it's these like countries and cultures that have experienced like yeah yes and that was also like outlined in the book was that 
from Han comes Chung. Yes. So well, what is Han? The, Can you explain what Han is? Yes. Han is like this like deep-seated sorrow that you mm-hmm. feel in your gut. And like because Korea went through Japanese occupation, Korean War, um, a lot of grief built up. And so these are like these deep emotions that Koreans feel um, that I guess like helps also bond with others and build Trauma the bonding. Yeah. <laughs> or we can just label it as trouble bonding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's a really good point is that you see like the camaraderie with people from or like Irish people. <laughs> just an example. Yeah. 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 That's a good that's a good um, Maybe that's point. why Megan and Sean, you know, cuz Sean is part totally. Irish, you know. Exactly. <laughs> Have you guys seen um the Banshees of Inisharan? I haven't, no. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, you guys it's should. It's very good because obviously the acting is really good. Um, and I love movies where the scene, like the scenery is a character. Like it's like mm. part of, it's not just like in the background, like, okay, this is where, you know, they're, they're, where, where it's set. But like the, the setting also becomes piece of like the moving form of, of art and so like it's so well done and it reminds me of this as as what you were talking about Christina because it's sort of a metaphor for the war and and um and I can't I don't want to say too much because Mm. I don't I obviously don't want to like yeah put any spoilers but if you haven't watched it you should Mm. um supplemental um media for you for yes exactly exactly (laughs) but when christine you were talking about chong i was just trying to think of like the most simplest sort of example and a really simple example i think of chong in korean culture is when you go like in korea when you go to a restaurant you know you order food and Mm -hmm. you you let's say order you four things and you and your friends are sitting around um eating this food and in many in in a lot of Uh, different contexts while you're eating and drinking let's say like the store um, attendant or like manager or like waiter will come and bring you like another food item or they'll bring you like another bottle of soju Mm -hmm. Um, and that's what they call like service yeah Um, it's called like service right um in korea and like complimentary yeah, it's like yeah. complimentary, but it's not just like, oh, like some extra like chips or like, it's like sometimes they like give you like a full entree or like they'll give you more alcohol, which like to me in the Western world, that's like unheard of. Like who yeah, would do that? So yeah. Um, and like, I feel like that's kind of, that's Chong. That's like just this like deep rooted camaraderie and like love, but it's also not even just like the positive stuff. It's like the... It's like the tra- <laughs> the trauma bonds that like yeah. brought you together as like Koreans. Yeah, they just like yeah. see that and like you're having fun, so like they bring out something more for you. Like, I feel like that's such a good example. Um, yeah, a simple it's example like of, of this trauma. like exchange of like like acts of selflessness, so that whatever like you give with like your words or like uh material objects like you try to reach that person's heart and i think that that's like the bonds that you start like to build so you'll probably go back to that restaurant remember that and then remember that person's face and then build this like relationship with whoever served you or at least with this like establishment right so that like bond is like that bond has been established through this like extravagant plate 
of sashimi. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Exactly. <laughs> I hope I I hope somebody who has never heard of chong or han or nunchi, like I hope I hope it's getting translated out. Yeah. <laughs> well, because again, like this is the point. This is the whole point. Is like it's so hard to like pinpoint that exact word in English that describes that word and that feeling mm-hmm. and that energy and so like i i just hope that we're yeah. doing it justice so i'm like oh uh, we'll we'll listen back at it and be like wow what, is, what was i saying <laughs> do you ever find yourself cult- trying to cultivate chong or like look for chong like outside of your fellow koreans like i know that you know technically that maybe that doesn't make sense with the definition but like that mm-hmm. that feeling of like that yeah bonding and connection and with then, irish people uh-huh. yeah with irish people yeah <laughs> I, but i feel like that's one-sided i don't know if they <laughs> um i don't know and like i don't do you do you feel like it's well received or that you're successful in it yes and no i definitely like because the way that i show chong is like it's like very this is like such a random example, but like, let's say like, let's say you came over and like, oh, okay, here's, here's like a, here's a really good example. It's like, um, like Rita came over one time, right? And Rita is like one of my really good friends. She's- Saturday um, table. Yeah, Saturday table, shout out Saturday <laughs> table. Um, she's half white, half Armenian, so like not Asian at all. Um, and um, she came over and like we had brunch and then I just had like a bunch of dill, like a bunch of like fresh dill left over. And it's like too much for me to like eat throughout the week. And also um, I know that she recipe tests and like cooks and stuff. So I was like, oh, why don't you just, oh, can you cut? like just take it? You know, I'm like trying to speak in Korean. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, take, take some dill. And like I wrapped up the dill and like I handed it to her. Um, and I actually should probably ask her, like, I feel like we're close enough where I can like ask her, but I think I um, saw her use a bunch of dill in a video or a recently, so but it's like, it's like, I don't know actually how that's like received because like, to me, it's like, what if like, and then, and then later on I was thinking about it and it's not, it's not that big of a deal. Um, but if I were to really think about it, it's like, oh shit, like what if she like genuinely didn't Did like want, want dill or like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so in one aspect, it's, it's like, yeah, of course, like it's free dill. Like I have a lot of it. And like, I know you like dill and you use it in your cooking and you, you do this for content. So like here, like take the dill, but like, is that like the right way or is that the good way or is that, you know? So mm. anyway, um, yeah, so I sometimes I think it's more it's more so that maybe I'm trying to build Chong in that way, or that's just mm-hmm. the way that I um, show Chong or like build Chong. But then I don't know if like it's received mm-hmm. really well, you know, from the other uh, from the other side or what. But yeah, uh, I'll I'll have to ask her. <laughs> she might be yeah. like, um, I really <laughs> didn't want the deal. <laughs> <laughs> but you're like so generous, Megan, <laughs> by giving this this batch of this bunch of dill. Yeah, right. Like I also yeah. think like this because also like this could be perceived as generosity mm-hmm. and mm. generosity that people are not used to in America. Mm. Um, and so I know that like with my friends who aren't Korean, they perceive like these acts that I extend as 
I would to like my other Korean friends as like Christine is like very, very generous. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they also – I've like also learned that it can be exchanged back where it's like learn that if Christine like picks up the bill, then like – and it's not like Dutch pay. It's like Christine's going <laughs> to cover the whole bill. Um, I will want to exchange that back for her and like keep the chong between us. And so I, I've also like learned with like my other friends who like are Chinese or Jewish that like we we got each other's backs and like this is something that we do and we don't like believe in Dutch pay. Um, we just believe and, in like keeping for, the good vibes. Sorry, and for those who don't know what Dutch pay is, it's like when you split. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why it's called Dutch pay, but um, yeah, I don't either. I think the Dutch are very like logical and like, straightforward and yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so that's like I, I do think that like my friends have picked it up in certain senses, but it's like a little bit more foreign to them. Um, but yeah, it's it's nice feeling it with like friends that aren't Korean. What about you, Christina? Um, I don't know if this is actually related to Chong, but like I do think as Koreans, we're or maybe especially as Korean Americans, we're like always looking to connect with people who like have something in common with us because we're just in such a like. I don't know, you're in like a hybrid kind of world, right? And then I find that, you know, if I meet someone, for example, who lived in London or lived in the UK or like Mm. in Bristol where I studied abroad in undergrad, and I'll get like really excited. I'm like, oh my God, like I like blah, blah, blah. And like sometimes people just like aren't that excited. (laughs) Especially like British people, I think. Like their culture is just like more like they don't, their emotions are just kind of very steady, you know, whereas mm-hmm. Americans and Koreans, I think both get like really excited and mm-hmm. like really passionate about things. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's necessarily um, like a direct connection to this idea of the type of connection that comes from Chong, because I think that's much deeper. But yeah, I do find there's some differences just in how excited people might get about connecting. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's even like, even in like, like, we know, like, um, when you're walking down the street, like in America, Mm. you you know, like you Uh smile at the person that's walking, but then anywhere else, if you smile, you're like, that's true. Even in Korea, you you don't do that. Crazy. Yeah. Even in Korea for people. No, (laughs) no, that's a little bizarre. Maybe like for our, uh, audience out there who are not Korean, uh, if they're curious about how to build Chong with a Korean person or with anyone in general, what are like some simple acts that you think they can do to build the Chong with someone? Food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. having a meal with someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like I feel like Chong can also come from like the – when things happen like unseen or like behind the curtain kind of a thing Mm -hmm. like let's just say I don't know you're oh okay here's like a this isn't necessarily behind the curtain but um like when Christina when you send me like photos of like like a like an older couple and they're walking down the street and like she takes a photo and sends it like to me like like yes she didn't like place the older people there and then told them to stand there you know like it's not that but it's like when she saw it she like thought of me and then like she snapped a photo and sent it to me and i know that doesn't like doesn't change the world but it's also like i feel like it builds this it builds this like oh she thought of me even though we're 
how how many miles are we 3000 miles away and like you know we're we're doing separate things in the mm-hmm. moment but like she thought of me and she sent it over so it's kind of like one of these things where um maybe you do something when the person necessarily isn't like right in front of you mm-hmm. something like yeah. that it's like being thoughtful about reaching out and like trying to maintain this connection in yeah. like yeah. an authentic way yeah, yeah exactly mm-hmm. that's the thing it's like authentic yeah. to that person um uh-huh. which i think it's maybe an evolution from the days of the villages where it was like you know you're all there together and like you're working together so that you can all thrive but it's like now it's we're helping each other feel loved and thrive in that way and mm-hmm. it's it looks different for everyone yeah yeah mm-hmm. Definitely. but authenticity is key because like you can be fake and oh yeah hell no. right and it's <laughs> yeah. like you can do acts of you know like be generous with someone but like people can also pick that up that it's kind of there's like an ulterior motive chong has to come from like a real place in your heart and it has to be sincere um so you got to check yourself too before you start engaging in chong with nunchi will see right through it (laughs) exactly (laughs) full circle yeah yeah all right well i think we should go to samcha now yeah cheers cheers i love you okay i thought that for samcha we could have a little fun and just read through some words from other languages that don't have an English translation. So I found Mm. a blog post on like a travel company website. Um, Okay, so I'm just going to read some of these. Uh, Okay, and I'm sorry (laughs) for butchering the pronunciation. You're going to get it. Okay, this one is Waldeinsamkeit. Okay, guess what language that is first? Walden, Walden literally German. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it is German. That is hands down, like, just... Thank you. My pronunciation is great. Um, okay, so that means the feeling of solitude and connectedness to nature when being alone in the woods. Wow. I love that. Specifically specifically to the in the woods? It says like in the woods. Nature? Maybe <gasps> Vald means woods or Val oh. or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. That's, That's really beautiful. nice. That's yeah. so nice. That is oh, a that is a really nice that. feeling when you're just like surrounded, whether it's the woods or like nature, and you just like take in a deep breath and like yeah. you feel like yeah. the ground like on your feet and and like and like peace or peace is like not enough to like describe that feeling you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like yeah the solitude i love that yeah okay let me see i'm gonna just like i'm gonna like i'm gonna skip like around these um okay (laughs) como avere italian yes are are we gonna get Canceled. No, I'm just trying to. I just like como avere. Como avere. Como avere is a heartwarming story that moved you to tears. Oh, I love that. This is me literally every day. That is you. Oh my my gosh. That's so beautiful. I love that one. Let's see. Okay. What about saudade? Saudade? Saudade. Oh gosh, what is this? It's Portuguese. It sounds like either Spanish. okay. I was like, yeah, is this Asian or like Portuguese? <laughs> Ooh, this one also. The feeling of longing for an absent something or someone that you love but might never return. <gasps> That's so sad. Damn. <laughs> that oh my gosh, it's so sad. 
But I think it's so sweet that there's a word for that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Something or someone that you love but might never return. Wow. The there's like other descriptions here from the person who wrote this blog post, and they're like, there's nostalgia, melancholy, love, happiness, Mm. sadness, hope, emptiness, and desire. All the feelings of a lifetime in one word. Damn. How dare That actually it it remind it it actually does remind me of um of Chong. Because mm. Chong is not like I mean in essence the term is very positive, mm-hmm. or like it leans positive. It's like oh when you have camaraderie, when there's love, when there's bonding, when all of those things. But I feel like in Chong, I think. I think I read somewhere that like it doesn't only come from like a good place. And actually we we just talked about it, right? It doesn't mm-hmm. it's not just from all the positive, it's like from all the trauma that we've collectively mm-hmm. or not we've, but like our ancestors have collectively um received and so there's like there's like more like heart-wrenching um aspects of the word chong, like they think mm-hmm. like compassion or like vulnerability and, and like there's all these different terms that kind of like describe it rolled into one yeah yeah, it's like distilled into this one word so so much meaning but damn what was what was it again christina saudade saudade i love that word so much great um okay let's do a couple more this one is yuan fen that's chinese Mm -hmm. mandarin (laughs) (laughs) it is the fate between two people which i think is interesting because did you guys watch past lives Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like basically Inyan, kind Inyan? of, or Inyan. it's like Inyan uh-huh. is like the the history, like intertwined that like uh-huh. brought you together or whatever. But it's like it's like similar. something the with fate, an onion. <laughs> yeah, the fate between two people, like yeah. it's like the destiny you're destined to be together, which is like very that's similar. Inyan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To Inyan. Oh, you guys, you know that one scene in Past Lives. I'm not going to give anything away because like mm-hmm. if anybody hasn't watched mm-hmm. it, you should. Um, but that scene at the very end, obviously, mm-hmm. when they oh God, walk yeah. out yeah. and wait for the Uber or the yeah. Lyft or yeah. whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. like the tension, <laughs> my God. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like what's going to happen? <laughs> it was like so long and just like, oh. that, I, I don't know how filmmakers like capture things like that it's so because it's like you can't you can't teach that you can't embed it in you can't cgi it in you know what i mean so yeah it's just crazy but anyway there's, there's no another words. there's another there's another one to watch yeah um, yeah banshees, so, banshees and, and mm-hmm. past, past lives oh uh, okay i'll do one more maybe christine will know how to pronounce this one the past month i don't know let me let me go to this list. It's D E P A Y S E M E N T. I'm gonna guess it's de paisement. De paisement. <laughs> All right, uh-huh. and that means the feeling that comes from not being in one's home country, being a foreigner. Wow. Yeah, and then the in the oh. like bloggers or writer's description they were like it's like a flower uprooted from a lovely garden and thrown into a small pot by a windowsill doesn't it kind of sound like displacement Mm, yeah maybe that that is like where it comes from or yeah they share yeah maybe it's that but like it just displacement doesn't like describe fully the 
feelings of you know the, like, actually the being oomph displaced. in the word mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. dang so wow. beautiful i know i love it i could look at what was your favorite one? Oh my gosh there's some i don't know um i think the i think sadade was really good Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah there's some other For ones sure. here too but i don't think we have time to go through all of them but you know just another little piece of homework is just look up you know words <laughs> that don't have an english translation and because be it's beautiful universal time. yeah it like spans across all cultures not just korea yeah, yeah. or korean culture mm-hmm. everyone has their little special and special that's how we words. build our chong is like learning about these yeah. emotions that exist in other cultures. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in future episodes, we definitely should talk about Han and Hung mm-hmm. because there's mm-hmm. like a whole another rabbit hole we can go down. Yeah. yeah. So many, so many yeah. beautiful, like deep rooted words. That we I love it. Over. And we'll look at yeah. some other, other ones at that episode uh-huh. too. We'll like yeah, yeah, part yeah. Two of look, you know, going around the world. So Love Perfect. this. Love it. Well, the chong between us, guys, mm. it's just everlasting. So everlasting <laughs> and so strong. Forever. Cheers. 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 Please go follow us and message us, email us. We're still waiting for yeah. your messages. Show Build the chong with us. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, Tantra Podcast everywhere. Uh, so go, go say hello. All right. All right. Thank Bye. You. Bye. Bye.